Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report podcast. I'm Charlie Wallace. And I'm also Charlie Wallace. Ah, oh, crap. We have to do it again. Okay. Hold on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report podcast. I am Charlie Wallace. Line. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Adam Nobeski? That doesn't sound right. Yeah, it's a new Japanese name I made up for you. Nobeski. Um, uh, let's try that one more time. Hello, and welcome to another edition. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What, what is my motivation here? Um, you're starring in a podcast, and uh, I've given you a cue to say your name after I've said my name. Okay, what my name in this character's that I'm inhabiting? What is your name? Yes. Uh, it is Adam Gobeski. Oh, that's convenient. That's the same as my name. Yeah. No, I made it pretty easy for you. Oh, thank you. All right. Okay. Well, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report podcast. I'm Charlie Wallace. And I'm Jason King. Damn it! <laughs> well, you can be Jason. Okay. I think it'd be a nice, nice mix-up. You don't have Jason! to act like Jason. Come here. Has he seen the appropriate material for this podcast? Uh, yes, he has. Uh, Jason! I think he's in the bathroom. Ugh. Well, let's talk about something in the meantime. Well, okay, our, our podcast is now a national sensation. Which nation? United States and one Wall person. Australia? Yeah. Yes, and also one person from Canada and one person from China and one person from other. I'm not sure where that is. Really? Canada? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're huge there. I think the population is like five. That's 20% of the population of Canada. You may have been misinformed. Well, well, how far am I off? Factor I don't know, factor two? like four? Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, I think we're up to like 5% or something like that. And I, th- I don't think the other people in Canada have the internet, so we're going to <laughs> we're gonna have to put it on a CD, get a horse, and have someone ride it up there. I had the first season on CD. I okay. could send them that. Nice. Yeah, do that. To Canada. I think one of them lives in northern Canada and uh, east of Manitoba. Don't forget Prince Edward Island. I think uh, half a person lives there. Half a person? Yeah. Well, they don't have a very accurate census. Oh, okay. The guy who does the census work does it does it part-time, so... You realize the one person from Canada is never going to listen after they hear this, right? No, they'll just love the fact that they were mentioned. Hello, Canada, and our one listener. Well, as you pointed out, it just means that somebody's internet uh, refers to them from Canada. I have no idea what it means. We actually seem to be getting about 500 hits per day on the RSS, and I think that's probably just iTunes searches that nobody actually looks at our podcast. (laughs) But at the same time, that takes up, like, none of the bandwidth. Like, you can actually see what episodes people are downloading, so... The yeah, important like thing is people are looking at it. Yeah, that's and true. And moving on, but they're looking. <laughs> We've put in the right search terms to trick people, which is yes! what we... What the entire, like, 14th or 15th episode was about. <laughs> <laughs> So 
is ta- uh, Jason done taking a crap, or is he? Jason, Charlie wants you in the podcast. Tell him we won't make fun of him as much as usual. Charlie says to tell you we won't make fun of you as much. Pull up a chair. Why? What do you got going on? You're going to watch a football game. Why? The NFL is just going to rule that various passes are incomplete when there's touchdowns, so it hardly matters. <laughs> They're just going to make up scores at the end. They're going to make up scores based on uh, based on what Vegas says anyway. To <laughs> maximize profits. That's how it works, right? Except for me. Except for you? I make no profits off games. They can't hear you. Oh, you, you don't you don't make profits off of games. Well, football isn't for you, Jason. You're just I guess not. You're riding the wave. Anyway, no, you're welcome. To, you're welcome to stay here and uh, help us out with the podcast. We would enjoy that, especially since you've uh, reviewed the appropriate materials this week, which happen to be two summer blockbuster hits. Are that is not at all hits? true. <laughs> no. Well, Inception uh, is a blockbuster hit. Yes, that is, that is true. The other one has yet to make its budget back. Really? Yes. Oh, apparently, it was fantastic. Yeah, I know, to... but apparently, teenagers download things illegally rather than pay money to see them in theaters or something. Oh, that's that's what they're saying. I love how people that, say that, that when they don't make their money back. Oh, most that was one theory I heard floated. Yeah, that's that's not true. I, I think it's just that. So, so the movie's just no good. No one saw it. it. No, it's just. People are stupid. I think that's a better oh. explanation, but you can't tell people that. People that saw were too hip to pay for tickets. They just snuck into the theater. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, how is that different from teenagers are watching online? Um, no, it's still kind of a cop out, but I think that one's more amusing. Man, I never did see that movie. It looked pretty good though. <laughs> did cop out make its money back? Oh, goodness. Well, the budget had to be like $5 or something. It I mean, is I Kevin Smith. It was Kevin Smith? Really? Yeah, that's Kevin Smith's latest film. Oh, I just saw, like, buddy cop comedy with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. It must... I just assumed bad things. So it's not really my fault. I didn't even know it was Kevin Smith. Poor promotion, I guess. True. If that's your goal in promoting things. Plus, it's not as if he can't do any wrong. We've... We've seen that he can. It was called Jersey Girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I watched part of that. It was not the worst thing I've ever seen. No. Okay, granted. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but it was not memorable. I remember there was a reason I disliked it, and I can't even remember what it was. So it wasn't even offensive enough to stay in my memory. The cast? The cast. <laughs> yeah, Ben Affleck. Well, I don't, I don't hate Ben Affleck. The girl? The little girl? Oh, who's the little girl? Uh, I don't know, so let's say it was uh, Amy Fanny. Adams. Oh, Amy Adams. <laughs> <laughs> they put some pigtails on her and then... De-aged her by a few years. <laughs> Computer effects. Yeah. Um, it's actually uh, Jessica Lange playing the role of the little girl. <laughs> So we haven't even mentioned what the second movie is we're gonna we're gonna review, which was Are you comfortable? Me? Jason? Oh. For the time being. He 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 looks like he's attempting to complete a 
touchdown, but he doesn't have possession of the ball, so it's not going to be ruled in his favor. We're going to keep having football analogies. I don't think that's what this podcast is about. Are you trying to broaden our iTunes search base or not, sir? Oh, that's true. Then it was like an illegal receiver downfield. It was exactly like that. Right? You clearly did not watch the Lions game today on September 12, 2010. No, I, I was sleeping. You and were not. You were an Iron Man. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't competing in Iron Man. I I wouldn't so have watched. You were sleeping. Well, I slept. At Iron Man. No, I was taking a nap right before you called. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the viewers should know that not only have I been sick this week, but I just woke up from a nap. So I think the uh, quality of the podcast will increase exponentially as it goes from start to finish. <laughs> as I wake up. Um. But anyway, the second movie that we're going to be talking about this evening was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes? No, it's not Universe, it's World. No, it's, it's World. It's World, okay. Although there's one of the books in the series is Universe, so you can be forgiven for making that error. Yes. So, Inception. What were our thoughts going into Inception? What did we think it was going to be? And then how did that meet or fail to meet our expectations? I'm going to start with Jason, since he has the potential to leave anytime he wants no, no, that's that's boring. Okay. Um, All right, let's just do spoiler you, alert right now. Oh, spoiler alert for everything. If Since you, I assume that most people saw Inception, those that didn't should skip forward in the time that Charlie inserts right no. now. So if you're worried about spoilers for Inception, skip minutes 14 through 24. And if you're worried about spoilers for Scott Pilgrim, skip minutes 24 through 29. Back to the show. People who haven't seen Inception don't like movies. That's what I think. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you can say that. I think people that didn't see Inception maybe just don't have money. Well, then when are they going to see it? We're spoiling a movie they'll never see. Netflix. They're waiting for it to come out on DVD or VHS. VHS. <laughs> what do you suppose the last movie released Laser on VHS disc. was? Is it done? Are you sure that it's it's done? VHS? Yeah. Like, it, no, they're never releasing anything for it again. I, I mean, know. I don't know was, why they when would. When was the last but... time you saw a VHS? Garage sale. Um, I want to say... Walk the Line. That's pushing it, actually. Are you looking it up? Uh, yes. Apparently there are still some VHS releases. Are they independent features or are they real movies? Uh, one of them, Paranormal Activity, had a limited release on the U.S. on VHS. Well, yeah, it kind of fits in with it, though. It's like a video they take of themselves. and I, I, We kind of work on VHS. Still. Uh, apparently, apparently Ponyo was released in Japan on VHS. Yeah. Okay, that counts. I just saw Final that the other major day. Hollywood motion picture released on VHS was A History of Violence. Oh, okay. This is all based on Wikipedia, by the way, so it could be wrong. <laughs> Who would go on Wikipedia and lie about that? Uh, People that don't know things and make it up. The internet? <laughs> the internet as a whole is a liar. I'll is there like a that. 4chan Wikipedia for those that don't want to live anymore? <laughs> I bet Wikipedia could tell you the answer to that. <laughs> In 2009, Panasonic has announced the world's first dual-deck VHS Blu-ray player. 
<laughs> by popular demand. <laughs> what? Uh, it'll take up just as much space as a VHS and a Blu-ray player, but you won't be able to separately move them. I mean, what's the advantage of, of that? It would literally take up the same amount of space. No, because a lot of the uh, electronics inside could be duplicated, so you'd only need one set. It wouldn't be as big. It's not like you're just stapling two of them together. All right, so spoiler alert for Inception. Yeah. Okay. For those of you that are waiting for the VHS or whatever, wait until we're done. I don't know. We'll You'll just have to ask someone when we're done. No, we'll put it on the website or something. What's that website again? Oh, well, we have a new website. Uh, you could find it in your web browser. It's somewhere inside there. If you type in www.gobeskywallacereport.com, um, it's got all your needs, all your Gobeski and Wallace needs. It could have you your have king needs no too. You have no concept of how browsers work, do you? I mean, I programmed it in there somewhere. The internet's not just stored in browsers. Well, you know, it's like in the Internet Explorer goes out into the internet and picks up all the things that are there, and then it's stored in the browser uh, for easy okay. referencing in the future. I, I don't know how the internet works, but I'm just glad it does. I hate you. <laughs> so, Inception. At the end, is it a dream or is it reality? Um, it's reality. I think he's just been spinning that top so long that he got real good at it. Jason! Yeah. Come back. Jason, was he awake or dead? Or asleep? Someone did not invite you to go see Inception. I'm dead serious. Are you serious? Who's inviting you to see Inception? People haven't seen it yet. See? Well, now they can listen to our podcast. Yeah. What a it's waste all of part time. Of grand plan. All right, we're talking about Inception. Was he awake or asleep, Jason? I want to know. Uh, what was my theory, Adam? I don't remember. Ugh. How would I remember what your Ugh. theory is? It's been kind of a while since I saw it. <laughs> a good thing, good thing someone's inviting you to see it again, I guess. <laughs> How much of the market for movies must be people like Jason, who just forget that they watched the movie to start with? <laughs> Now, this is really familiar. They're doing an excellent job with this Deja Vu movie. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this movie before. That's the Denzel Washington one. Oh, so you know that one. <laughs> no, but seriously, Jason. Um, you, won't be, you won't be criticized. At the end. Yes. I think it was a dream. Why? Did, did the top just spin too long for you? Lack of evidence that it wasn't a dream. Mm. Wait a minute. Can't you make that argument both ways? Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm going to have to do this. It was it was a dream. It was not reality. The top is spinning too long. But what's too long? You think that that's physically impossible for a top to spin that long? Okay, here's the thing, though. I think the whole movie was a dream. Like, there is no point in the movie at which in which Leonardo DiCaprio is not dreaming. Well, then... Sure, but what's the difference between being awake or a dream? It's like that thing about a butterfly. And does the man know that he's a butterfly? No, because he's dreaming. Okay, well, philosophical BS aside, <laughs> the whole movie's a dream. 
All right, because there's there's three basic things, right? Uh, well, as far as I could tell, there were three basic possibilities. One, it's reality at the end, and the top falls over. Sure. Two, most of the movie is a dream, but he never gets out of the limbo world at the end, and he just imagines himself to be, but he's really not. He's still yeah. in the dream at that point. Sure. The other one, the one I'm espousing, is that the whole movie is a dream. Well, then who is he, even? He might not even be Leonardo DiCaprio. No, no, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. No, listen. But he could just be dreaming everything. He could be dreaming a separate life. It could be you or me dreaming, if that's your argument. Then there's no, there's nothing as a base, as anything to hold on to. Yeah, but I can make that argument about any movie. That's not interesting, okay? You're, you're being boring. I really need you to stop being lame. More lame than me? More lame than you. Oh, ouch. Ouch. You really cut, you really cut me on that one, Adam. So shut your damn mouth and let me talk. <laughs> All right. Did you have more to say? Yes, cram a cake in your pie hole. I don't hear cramming. Was the podcast always this violent before I came aboard? I think you're a catalyst, Jason. Sorry. It's, it's entertainment. It's quality entertainment. I'll get you, we want you here. Okay. Anyway, cram. So... Putting aside the boring interpretations where, oh, he's really Keanu Reeves dreaming he's Leonardo DiCaprio because that's stupid. Because I can make up about anything ever, including all of your life. First of all, there's odd emphasis on certain lines. Like, at one point, Michael Caine is, like, talking to Leo at the beginning, and he's like, you have to come back to reality. Uh, I don't remember his name. Was it Jack? Yeah, I think Jack sounds good. Okay. You have to come back to reality, Jack. And so it was almost like his subconscious was trying to make him wake up. Okay. Okay? Most of what happened in the dream that was flashback really happened. In other words, he and his wife both went into the dream state, and they went in really super deep. Uh-huh. So you know how he, he implanted the idea in her mind that it was a dream or whatever to make her wake up with him? And then she decided that that was also a dream, and then she, you know, killed herself to wake up again. Yes. Okay. That was real. Or that was not that was real. She was right. She actually had figured oh. it out. And the reason Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't going to do it is because he had created the idea that it was a dream. So he knew where the idea came from, so he wasn't going to believe it. Because they said part of the thing was you couldn't really be able to trace the origin of the idea. It just had to sort of appear. And he knew where the or what the origin of that idea was, so that's why he wasn't going to come up out of the dream state he was in. But it was his idea. He was the one who did the inception, so... Right, but he didn't truly believe it. Oh, so the thing that he made her inceive was true. Yes, and so when she killed herself by throwing herself off the building, she was actually waking up, and he wasn't going to wake up with her because he didn't believe truly that that was also a dream state no that's an interesting interpretation i like that okay so they mentioned at one point you know about how that's if the top falls then it's reality sure and he spins the top a couple times and it falls yeah but here's the other thing they said the the totem had to be your totem and you couldn't have other people touch it because only only you should know how the weight or in the physics of it or whatever yeah 
But it wasn't his totem. It was his wife's totem. So it wasn't his. Therefore, he wouldn't know the true feel of it. Right. So the fact that it fell over doesn't necessarily mean that it was reality. It just means he thinks it was reality. Because he doesn't actually know how it's supposed to behave. Okay. So you're saying even if it did fall, then that wouldn't be proof. But it's not. The converse isn't true, though. Uh, so if it kept what? spinning, it would be evidence? Um, Is that what it, you're suggesting? Yes. If it did spin forever, then it was real. That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't think that's what I said, but okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. I came up, I took your idea and I took it to a new like level, a new... A second layer. A second layer, yes. Well done. And now everyone wants to kill themselves, right? Yes. Just like the movie. It's yes. meta. Yes, after Podcast. I saw the movie, I also wanted to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Adam, tell him about the uh, theory about the children's faces. Uh, I actually don't remember the theory about the children's faces. Can you remind me? Uh, it was something about how at the end, when he finally saw the children's faces, they, despite the fact that he hadn't seen them in a number of years, I don't remember how many years it was, like oh, four years, oh, yeah, they yeah, still yeah, looked really yeah. young. That was, that was another point. Was if you believe the way that Michael Caine talks about the kids, it's been a few years. Because at one point, like Jack hands him the bag and he says, "You know this, you know for Christmas or whatever." He's like, "You know this isn't gonna keep working. You can this isn't gonna cut it." And so that implied that it had been, you know, a certain length of time. And yet the kids could be the same as when the last time he saw them, when he didn't see their faces. That's true. Although all that necessarily means is that the end was a dream. That doesn't necessarily lend credence to the whole movie was a dream, but that certainly is possible for sure. the end was a dream. Sure. Now, I mean, my interpretation of the of the ending, which you're going to think is boring, was that the idea is that it's supposed to be so convoluted at that point that you're not supposed to be able to tell the difference. And in that sense, it's like you're actually in the dream yourself. Whether you are or not. Yeah. So, I mean, there's well, not supposed to be a definite... I mean, you can come up with your own definite answer if you want, but the whole stylistic purpose of it was to not have a definite answer. Although the whole kid thing kind of... It's either... Then that would be a very big plot hole if it weren't actually a definite answer. So, I don't know. Yeah, plus another thing is you never actually... You never see him come out of the dream like you see the others come out of the lairs and stuff. So, that's another thing in favor that he's not... He didn't wake up at the end necessarily he's just dreaming he's on the plane but heck fantastic movie i liked all the weightless fighting that was fun yeah no that was spinning that was definitely and... cool i read that they like built a rotating hallway oh yeah for I, joseph gordon levitt to fight in i, I would have i would have had to guess that i mean that's what i kind of imagined that they had done but it was still really awesome but the whole like jarring people awake thing i never quite got either like exactly what it would take to do that and blowing up the, the elevator yeah, the kick. You mean in general or in yeah, the flow like, stuff? Like him jumping off the building and that one would count as a kick. But then like all they all had to happen at the same time. Like it was just I, I was confusing, but at the same time, based on my interpretation, which is that it was supposed to be it wasn't supposed to be inaccessible, but it was supposed to be confusing enough that at the end you wouldn't be able to make a definite conclusion. But I can see how you might think that was a cop out <laughs> by not coming down on one side or the other. Well, I mean, it's intensely left ambiguous, so you can draw yes. your own conclusions. Yes. And uh, spur debate. Yes.
So that was but, a pretty uh, good movie, but it was not the best movie of the year, in my opinion. No, I, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. The The movie Scott Pilgrim vs. The World was, it was a complete surprise to me. I mean, I expected to like it. When I heard about it, I hadn't watched a lot of previews or read any reviews of it, but I was... I was pretty blown away by it. I was immensely entertained. Yeah, I the I'd seen like TV advertisements for it, and I knew it was based on a fairly well acclaimed graphic novel series. But the TV ads were weird because there'd be like one TV ad that made it seem like this fun, quirky movie, and then there'd be another TV ad that made it look exactly like every other Michael Sarah picture in existence, yeah, that's with the I... possible exception of I don't know. Youth in Revolt, maybe. Yeah, no, that's what I was kind of surprised about. I mean, Michael Sarah did his general Michael Sarah thing, but it worked pretty well. And it wasn't yeah. really the focus of the movie at all. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a more stylish movie than that. I, it was brought to my attention that uh, it seems like the past several Michael Sarah movies, he continues to look younger one after the next. Oh, yes. I've never seen him look somehow. His... Since uh, Arrested Development, I'm not sure I've seen him look as young as he does in this. And he's supposed to be yeah. 23, and I don't think he even pulls off 23. It's like, this kid looks like 18 or 19. <laughs> exactly. Scott Pilgrim, which no one saw, apparently. Except for the three of us. Except for the three of us. I don't given, know why. Given that the current gross right now is at 41,000. 41 million, sorry. 41,000. <laughs> really we really were the only three. <laughs> Let's say I could make a movie and get a gross of 41000 Uh That's not true. We've proven that that's not true. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, since I bought the, uh, the, first edition, or the first volume of the graphic novel for Car, and we both read it, and it was, it was a lot of fun. And like the script was almost verbatim. Yes, I, I have also bought the first volume. Volume 2 is actually in the mail. Oh, um, nice. I was pleased to see how close the movie was to the graphic novel. Yeah. Like it wasn't a total departure, which was cool. And I wonder how interesting the graphic novel would have been to not having seen the movie, because one thing I was really impressed with this movie was for the first like, you know, half hour, 40 minutes, there's, it's just like kind of a quirky romantic comedy. And there's some like sort of breaking the fourth wall, or maybe that's not the right expression. There's some sort of outlandish things that happen that aren't quite literal, but then you get to that first fight scene and you're like, whoa, wait, what the heck is happening? And that's pretty much what the first graphic novel is like, too. It's like 90% of the way through it. And then you get to a fight scene and it's the guy dies and coins fly everywhere. It's like, oh, interesting. Yeah, but at least in the graphic novel, they're like, don't they know Scott Pilgrim's the best fighter? Something like that. Yeah, that's As opposed to before, which in the movie where he's just sort of, he has no idea what's going on, but he's kicking this guy's butt. Yeah, and then I was actually surprised with the pacing of the movie, too, after he killed or defeated two uh two exes i was kind of i was like oh this movie's gonna be forever uh then it it picked up pretty briskly and then there there were twins and that helped out <laughs> and jason schwartzman is pretty awesome i always enjoy him what else is he in uh rushmore i think was the first thing i ever saw him in but didn't see it he's been in a lot of wes anderson movies is he in the royal tenenbaums no I'm going to say is no in the, is he in the life aquatic he might be I, I I can't verify that there's no way we'll ever know the answer <laughs> um, 
But I think he was in the Fantastic Mr. Fox. That I didn't see that. That looked like a travesty of my childhood. So. <laughs> oh, really? I never read the Fantastic Mr. Fox. I enjoyed the movie a lot, though. It was well, kind of bizarre. I'm yeah, not sure every, it holds at all to the to Every the book. preview I saw it made it look like a Wes Anderson movie. Um, oh, well, it is. No I, I don't want Mr. Fantastic Mr. Fox to be a Wes Anderson movie. I want it to be a Raw Dahl book. Okay. You don't want it to look like everyone's dressed up from the 70s and listening to 70s music while walking in slow motion and unison? Yes, I, 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 I do not want Wes Anderson to rape my childhood. Correct. <laughs> like George Lucas. <laughs> movies what's another movie you're excited about seeing tron legacy when is that coming out uh december cool oh my gosh sequel to tron it's gonna be i actually have no idea how it's gonna be i'm cautiously optimistic <laughs> i'm actually more optimistic in this podcast than i actually am because <laughs> i i'm always vaguely worried they're going to ruin things like Star Trek almost was based on those previews. Oh, yeah. The one where, like, 10-year-old Jim Kirk is racing a Corvette off the Iowa Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> well, how far in the future is it? There could be a canyon there. 23rd century, but why, why would there be a canyon there? Global warming. Big earthquake. Well, there's, there's climactic changes that you can't even predict that occur in the future. And why would you have a road that just led straight to it with no, like, guardrails or anything? It's like those worms and tremors came by. They have those <laughs> in the future, too. And just tore up the... Made it made a gigantic canyon. Are you still on about this? There's sandworms from Dune. Get over it. Yeah, I saw that. With the David Lynch Dune. Have you seen that? Uh, it's been quite some time. It was bizarre. I really remember nothing about it. It was a David Lynch film, for sure. I've actually heard it wasn't. Maybe it's just because it's Dune. Maybe it was all the Dune-ness of it that seems strange to me, and not the Lynchian-ness. Like, gigantic, weird, flying creatures that can read your mind, and big, fat, flying guy, too. There's a lot of weird, flying yeah, things. I think that's just Dune, though. Is it? Okay. I think so. Mm. Sting. Patrick Stewart, sir. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. That was nice. He always does a good job. Like in Detonator? Oh. <laughs> yes. Do we know why they changed sure the likes... name from he... Death Train? No, I, I have no idea. There must have been something else called Death Train. All I can say is that uh, he sure liked his Pepsi, though. Well, to be fair, who doesn't? Yeah, it was delicious. Just the sort of thing you need in the middle of a hostage negotiation. Well, you might as well have your thirst quenched. Speaking of quenching your thirst, have you seen the new Sprite ad with the guy in the recording studio? And he, like, is lacking inspiration or something? So he drinks a Sprite, and his whole, like, body, like, opens up like some kind of robot. Like, pieces, like, pull, pushing out and, like, separating. But... They've clearly, like, manipulated the actor's face, so he's still, like, moving and blinking and things, and it is so much in the Uncanny Valley. It's so creepy. So they're putting LSD in Sprite now. 
It's not yeah, only a matter yeah. of time, but seriously, fine. If you see this, if you see this commercial, yeah, I assume you will be as creeped out as I am by it. Oh, I'll I'll check it out as soon as we're done. No question. It's, it's seriously uncanny valley stuff. It's weird. Ugh. Like I saw the Animatrix, and this this was creepier. The Animatrix was another one. I never saw that. Certain parts of certain it. parts of it. I guess it was a lot of different different directors and animators and such. Well, did you see Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within? Yes, I did see the end of that. And besides just not being a very interesting movie, it was a little creepy. Yeah, kind of like that. So, would you say in Final Fantasy: Spirits Within, Steve Buscemi looked creepier than usual or less creepy? <laughs> less so, creepy, but deader. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of like. Zombie Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Which I'd love to see. Maybe he'll be in Zombieland too. Yeah, Creeper well, than Steve Buscemi and Mr. Deeds? Oh, I, I don't know. I've never seen Mr. Deeds. You know, I think, that was crazy just, guys. I think that was just at the time where I started to realize what sort of movies I would hate, hate, hate if I watched them. And I think I avoided that one. As a kid, there were a lot of movies that were questionable. Or of questionable taste that I watched. Like what? Oh, um, oh, Cara and I just watched this one, which I remember seeing, which was... Wait a minute, um, wait a minute, wait a minute. That That's your childhood? <laughs> no, we just watched it again. So, but it's from your childhood. Yes, I remember seeing it in my childhood. Right. It on. was Little Monsters, and I starred Fred Savage and... Uh, Howie Mandel! Howie Mandel! <laughs> Wow, Howie Mandel was was trying his best to be Robin Williams and not even coming close. <laughs> I would be so creeped out if that monster came into my room. You you do realize there's a generation of Americans who only know Howie Mandel from America's Got Talent. And uh, Deal or No Deal. Yeah, and Deal or No Deal. They know him from nothing else. Well, that good for them. I'm glad he's he's making and working up a new fan base because... <laughs> It was just atrocious, like his acting in it. I mean, I, I guess what do you do if you're a big, gigantic blue monster who melts in sunlight? But I think you could have, could have done better than that. Worse than Kazam? No, but Shaq's not an actor. Not really. Or at least he doesn't... Well, I guess he claims to be, but... At least we all knew better going into Kazam. Remind me to watch Steel with you one day. Oh, <laughs> Are you familiar with this movie? Steel is basically the Superman movie that's not really a Superman movie. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Like, you know how in the 90s how Superman died for a while in the comics? Yes. And then there were like four replacements for a while before the real Superman stood up? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, one of them was John Henry Irons, the Man of Steel, I think. And this movie... It's originally at least based on that character. I think most of it gets, like, rewritten out. But basically, Jack stars as a superhero who makes a suit made of steel. <laughs> that is actually, um, appears to be foam rubber when he's wearing it. <laughs> oh. And, uh, his aide, best friend, sidekick, semi-romantic interest is woman in a wheelchair who got crippled in the army with him. And then his other mentor is Shaft. Really? Like, I'm not even kidding. It's Richard Roundtree. That's pretty awesome. Does he play Shaft as if he were Shaft? Movie would have been better. I believe he does make a reference to, because one of the things 
that Steel carries is a big sledgehammer. And he says something when he passes over is about how I really like the shaft. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, that... Well, if, if you didn't know that he played shaft, though, wouldn't that come off as kind of an unusual statement? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie doesn't take itself too seriously. I guess not. <laughs> Excuse me, before you leave, I just wanted to compliment you on your shaft, sir. <laughs> well what an unusual thing to say but thank you all right so we're, let's leave the listeners with with a game this is a game that they can play on car trips and stuff it's it's a nice it's an easy way to pass the time the nice thing about this game is there's not really any room for quibbling and most people can play at least a little bit oh i i bet we can quibble about this game While that does sound like a fascinating game, you're going to have to wait until next episode to see how it turns out. In the meantime, why don't you go to www.gobeskywallacereport.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, our username is GWReport, or visit our Facebook page.